You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and intuitive energy curator. It has been so long since I've just recorded an episode. I feel like it's about time, but it feels a little rusty, I have to say. I think meeting with Emily just always feels like a conversation. It doesn't even feel like a podcast episode, so it didn't even really get me back in this mode. What's been happening for me is a lot of things, and I won't be able to share all of them in this episode, but what's been happening is that I've been pulled back into podcasting in the way that I kind of said that I wanted to, which is having spirit inspire me with like repetitive phrases and themes. And the phrase that first came to me when I was feeling like I was ready to get back into this was letting the dust settle or waiting for the dust to settle. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And then I had a couple of really emotional weeks. And one of the things that happened was I told this story on the last podcast episodes, you can go back and listen to it. It's near the beginning about how I knocked over a cup of coffee, caught it with my hand and burnt my hand and then ended up rearranging my whole living room. And that really felt like just a physical representation about how I've been feeling about my life and what I want to do going forward. Of course, we can't ever really answer the how. Spirit has a big part of that. But Sometimes we just have to pick a direction and then go for it. And this has been really challenging. There's still part of it that I'm going to wait till next week because I'm waiting to hear back about something. And I would rather tell the full story. So if you were on my Instagram and you saw that one day I asked people to use their pendulums or their intuition and ask yes or no, I said that I was going to share it probably this week on the podcast, but I'm going to wait till next week because then I will have the whole story to tell you. It also helps me narrow down what to talk about on this episode since there's so much. But there is something about that energy of just moving things around in my apartment that has really actually impacted how I feel in my space. And I've actually been able to rest more and to give myself the permission when I'm feeling exhausted to just sit and relax. And sometimes. It's funny how we hear the same message over and over again, and it never really (laughs) sinks in. And I talk about this a lot, how like, you might hear something 10 times, 20 times before it actually sinks in. I know Danielle Sarang talks about that too. And the thing that I'm always saying, it's come up in Cardpool Friday a lot. And that's where like, I think anybody who does readings or you know shares messages like this sometimes we just allow it to come through and then it's like afterwards that you're like oh that was totally for me or sometimes while you're saying it but one thing that has come up quite a bit in the last year is that we've been told to make our space reflect our goals and in most ways I felt like I was already doing that but I was thinking too much about (laughs) productivity and how it could be more productive and 
that's kind of what was happening is that I was just the way everything was set up in my apartment was so that I would have to like every space where I could sit or like spend time had some sort of work attached to it. (laughs) And then I was like, this is the problem. And I didn't realize this till after I did the rearranging that was just that like inspired in the moment part ADHD, (laughs) just like tangent. But what I realized over the last week is that now I have a space that's centered around relaxing. My comfy chair is now facing directly at my TV. And I've set up my like side tables that I usually put my laptop on. So I have to actively want to use it. Otherwise, it's out of the way. And that's really helped me. I actually spent a good chunk of time resting over the weekend. I was working as well, but I kind of balanced it, which is rare, as we know. And part of how the dust settling comes into this is, as I'm sure all of us know, when you start moving stuff that hasn't been moved for a while, you see the dust. And it was a sunny day when I was moving stuff. So it was very obvious where the areas were that I wasn't cleaning before. And this actually brought me back a little bit to my retail days where like part of sweeping for me was like physically moving fixtures out of the way because I hated when like the dust bunnies would just fly out in the middle of the day when you were like, I just swept. So in doing that, I this week was noticing all these places that I don't even think of it, like just little nooks and crannies and things. And By doing that, it made me realize that what was happening in my life externally and like internally at the same time is that I am looking at things with more of a perspective of like, you know, when you move everything to one side of the room and you have to decide where to put everything back after you like wash the floor or something. It was that feeling of like, what do I want to put back and what do I want to get rid of? Because I was actually decluttering a lot. I have an episode on decluttering from like a year ago that was like around the same time. I think it might've been in the Libra season, but it was talking about even like digital clutter and mental clutter. But this was like the first time that I've actually like at once done a huge decluttering in the material way. And then looking at my life, it's like, there's so many things that I do just because I've always done them or just because I feel like I have to. And in a lot of ways, I self-sabotage. So one of the things, as we know, that is that I want to make more art. And I do have all my art stuff out, but it's just something that I don't make the time for in the same way that I would like to. And so on the weekend, because I was able to be in a more restful state, in that stillness, I felt inspired to create. And I did. I created a new plate. I'm still working away at it, but I did some proofs. I have that stuff out again. And the other thing that I was talking about in my most recent episodes is finding community. I'm going to cover that more in the next episode because that's one of the things that I'm kind of unfolding still this week, but I will be able to talk about it next week. And the themes that came up around waiting for the dust to settle and this like actively cleaning sort of energy was this interesting take that I was inspired to talk about that related to the elements. Now, this is like not official like for astrology or any other studies. This is just how it came to me specifically. So bear with me because it's a little bit, you know, a little bit different than typical teachings, but it does 
cross over, I'm sure, a lot of teachings about the elements. And I didn't do research for this episode because I knew that would bring me down a really deep rabbit hole. So with this dust settling, what I realized is like what same with when I clean, when the dust is in the air, it's a time where unless you have like an air purifier or something, you do have to wait for it to settle to be able to clean it off, right? And there's different stages of this. It's like there's vacuuming and then sometimes that kicks up dust because of the air. There's sweeping, same thing. We always seem to see like some of it that got moved that we missed or something. And then there's dusting. Obviously, when you're using like a cloth to clean stuff off. But the only way to really get rid of it is to wash it with water, right? And to wash the floor, get that dust all dissolved in the water, and then pour it out and get rid of it. And this is what started making me think of the seasons because, and the elements, sorry. So I feel like the fire is either actually burning stuff and like creating the ashes. This could be like even doing some sort of like a smoke thing where you're using herbs or something to clear out energy. And the other thing that I thought of with fire is like even like a renovation, how you're like tearing it down. It has this like Scorpio energy, even though Scorpio is a water sign, but it also has this like burn it all down tower card energy. And with that, you're really kicking up the dust. Like you're starting something new. You're starting to chip away at a new material. You're starting a new project. There's this fire energy behind it. And like I said, in cleaning, this would be like when you're like moving stuff or like you're bringing new stuff in and needing to clean it off. There's just like this really fresh, like fast moving energy about this. And then if we follow the astrological order of the elements, then the next would be an earth sign. And the way I was looking actually, to be honest, going back to fire is that Fire for me felt like the body in terms of like mind, body, spirit. It felt like, you know, when you're physically going around and doing stuff and like (laughs) movement and like Mars energy, that's kind of what I felt around it. This is like taking action, right? Taking your dreams and running with it. And then the next element, like I said, is earth. And this feels like even though like the earth is the body, but for me, the earth energy feeling like the actual earth is like your environment, what's around you. And so I feel like this is the stage I was in when I was cleaning, for example. And I, so at first I burned my hand. I literally spilled something. I burned my hand. Then I just started getting the inspiration to just like, you know what, I'm just going to move all these things around. And I started like moving. And then Once I started putting things in place and like making my environment different, it's like finding the routine, finding the layout, right? It's like a very Virgo Capricorn energy. Like what's going to make me feel good? What is the right place for all of these things? And then physically moving them. I just paused this and it was at 1111. So then I think earth also would be like storage, finding places to store things that make sense. And when I was thinking of like the different ways of dealing with dust, which is sounds kind of funny when I'm thinking of it, like analyzing it. But if maybe the fire is vacuuming, so you know how hot the vacuum gets too, right? Maybe the earth sign is sweeping and dusting because it's still dealing with the dust. 
It's still like physically going around and like dealing with it. And I think for me, there's this, I guess, energy behind the earth and environment that sets us up for the next stage, right? Sets us up for being able to settle. In a way, this is like when the dust settles, I guess, again, too, or like when we're dealing with it. And then after Earth is air. And so this is like our mind. And I think by setting up our environment in a certain way, that's why I feel like then we're able to think more clearly because there's less distraction and there's more inspiration because maybe now we are seeing we have things in places that make sense we're able to not be distracted we're seeing maybe the art and the things we put out that we enjoy seeing and this is giving us some interesting things to look at so this is maybe where we start seeing patterns we start to see what we're distracted by still it's this opportunity to analyze and then decide what needs to change, what is no longer working. Maybe this is when we go back and they're like, okay, we already decluttered and got rid of stuff in that like fire and earth energy. We gave stuff away, but maybe now this is like, we were too sentimental maybe at some point. And now we're like, okay, like clearly I keep looking at this thing. It's distracting me. I'm not using it anymore. Maybe it needs to go. And this stage might be when the dust is literally in the air and you're waiting for it to settle. This is when you're like, I'm not physically moving anything right now, but where's this dust coming from, right? (laughs) This is where you're maybe like, okay, there keeps being dust in this one spot. Why am I missing it? What is happening here? And like reassessing. And then the last element, which this is where we're at right now. We're in Scorpio. It is a water season and water is cleansing. And this is where after the dust has settled, yes, you can keep sweeping, you can keep vacuuming, but it's going to keep getting kicked up again, right? But this is the chance to wash it away for good. And that's why I feel we often associate releasing with the water signs, whether that's releasing our emotions, releasing patterns, releasing relationships, and actually coming to terms with things. And this makes a lot of sense to me because this was bringing up to me the, I think the energy around growth, because it takes a lot of growth. And sometimes I think that's why it's like air and then water, because like we have to consciously sit with things. So like we're very busy in fire and earth signs, like we're trying to do stuff. Then we start looking at like, why am I doing it? And like, what is happening here? And then when we make this realization in the air sign, then we're able to finally cleanse it away for good. So when we see all of the dust is in this one corner and I keep forgetting about it, it's behind the doors. And now every time I open the door, I don't realize I'm moving the dust around. And then when you're in that water season, you're like, okay, now that I know that I can wash the floor over here and then it's not going to keep getting kicked up in the same spot. And then maybe in the next cycle, it's a different corner or it's a, a window's open, right? There's all these things. And that's the thing too with air season, like maybe we've opened the, the window and that's why there's more dust flying around, right? We're looking outside, we're bringing in new energy. So that was the first thing that I wanted to talk about was these themes that were coming up to me around how cleaning 
is like this metaphor for our own cycles that we go through. And this can be like through the seasons, but also like these elements and the seasons of the Zodiac. And I think that's why for me, I've actually this year, because especially since Leo season, when I started doing the regular remote recharge sessions for the energy, I've been picking up so many themes, so many clear messages, because I'm actually physically being present with each season to feel the difference and to feel what is happening as opposed to just going through it and checking in here and there. I've been able to like physically feel the difference. And I think that's why I'm feeling more deeply than I have in a while. That's why this transition from Libra to Scorpio has been so intense for me, I think, because I'm actively choosing to tune into that energy and to feel what that shift is in my body. I just paused to laugh because I had this thought about a commercial that I've been seeing that kind of has this energy that makes me feel that it's connected to this theme of cleaning because it's for Swiffer. I don't know if the company is everywhere you're listening from, but it's like this system where they have for floors and for dusting these like Swiffer cloths that like attract dust they're for cleaning and dusting and then they have a floor system to either just dry mop or you can use like a wet jet is what they call it but their phrase is stop cleaning start Swiffering or something the people in the commercial always like I used to clean for like a couple hours a week but now I just Swiffer and (laughs) to me the way I was just seeing it now in this context is like When you don't want to have to deal with the deep emotions and you keep just like spot cleaning, but then like it keeps coming up or you keep like pushing it away or like dealing with it, whatever you need to in the moment and being like, I'll deal with it later. And then like eventually it's just like a lot all at once. And it's that same feeling around cleaning where like you put it off for a long time and all of a sudden you're like, okay, someone's coming over and you have to like clean the whole place really quickly. It's like that sort of feeling. But The other thing that I'm going to talk about, I didn't know I was going to talk about until the last day or so. This is a bit more of a dark thing. So I I assume that some of you that follow me have found me through Squamish Medium, Danielle Sarank and her Spirit School podcast. If you didn't find me through her and you're not aware of her, please go follow her and listen to her podcast. She just did an episode last week or the week before about the shadow side of like these spiritual spaces and how sometimes people don't present themselves the way that they truly are and that sometimes their behavior is harmful behind the scenes. This was a really important episode and I think a lot of people have been resonating with that. She was kind of calling out this one podcaster. If you know, you know, I'm not going to talk about it here because there's a whole episode for that, but What I am going to talk about is something that is relevant to me in a similar way. So we all know that I do healing energy sessions. And one of the tools that I occasionally use is Reiki. And so I have level two in Yusui Reiki, which is just so that I can do distance Reiki. I'm not like at the master teacher level. But in quantum Reiki, I am a grandmaster. I went and did the extra course. I've never taught it and I've kind of hesitated even talking about it because I feel that what I ended up using for energy sessions is usually more the crystals and plant energies and other symbols that I'm gifted. They're not really, I don't use the quantum Reiki as much as I used to. And for me, it's always something that I've questioned because I'm like, well, I went to the trouble of 
becoming a grandmaster, but it's just not something that's fully felt integrated. So I thought, well, maybe over time I'll feel more drawn to it or whatever. And then the other reason why I'm sharing this is that there are people who follow me who are probably looking for places to do different trainings or wondering what I've done to try and do it themselves. And while I will always give recommendations if there are things that I really believe in, this is something to be just aware of. So in Quantum Reiki, I had a great experience doing all of the courses. I really enjoyed that he made it more of like an independent, autonomous way of learning at the symbols and things like that. But I got an email, as did everyone else, I believe, who has a Grandmaster certification saying that urgently within like it was like sent out less than a week that from when these new classes started saying that we had to pay minimum like 500 or $600 to get recertified and that our current Grandmaster certification was no longer going to be valid as a teaching certification. Granted, I've never taught it or had the urge to do that yet, like I said. But being a grandmaster, there's like particular symbols and things. And he's saying that it's basically going to be the same as Yusui Reiki, where you'll just be at level two. And at first I was like, you know what? Like I was considering doing the training because like I said, I enjoy the training with him. But the more I sat with it, there's something that just held me back. And the more I sat with it, I was like, this doesn't feel good to me because it used to be accessible to take the courses. And while I agree that like maybe it's good to have some additional levels and that would be great to have like more of an expertise or something, but to take away certification that people have already earned and invested in just seemed awful. So there was also a thread in the community for that. Where somebody said, basically, please let me know if I'm misunderstanding this, but it seems like we're going to lose our certification if we don't pay to take this other course. And that just seems like bullshit, right? Like they said it nicer than that. But then I re a few other people responded and I'm not one to start stuff usually. But then I was just like, you know what? I totally agree with you. And I said, you know, I would totally understand if this is an opportunity to increase your certification level. But it doesn't sit right with me that I'm now going to have a void certification if I can't pay the 600 or if I don't want to pay 600 to keep it when that wasn't in the original agreement, right? That wasn't part of it. There was no like continuing education portion to the education. And then the more I sat with it, I was becoming at peace because I was like, I'm not going to teach it. So you know, I could just keep it at level two, the same way I do with Yusui Reiki. And I'm happy with that, just being able to send the distance energy. That's all I really want it for anyways. So it's possible, like the stage I'm at right now, I'm like, I kind of wanted to take it off of my website and stop using it. I'm going to sit with it for a bit, but I probably will be at least updating that section. But I just wanted to talk about this because it just seems like some people get to a certain point where things aren't going the way that they planned. And instead of going deeper within themselves to be like, what could I do that would really resonate with people more? Instead of asking people like, what would you like for me? Or just really giving it some thought. They're like, well, the fastest way to make money is to tell people they have to pay for this, right? 
And although, you know, I don't know his intentions and I could ask, but I was just like so put off by it that I just wanted to kind of say that in case anyone's thinking of getting that certification or if you didn't receive the email or, you know, for some people, it might be great. For some people, it might be the right path for them. And maybe this is just showing me that it's not my path specifically. Maybe there are people that are really excited about this opportunity to have a new level of understanding of the modality, learn some new symbols and be able to teach it from a different place. And like, I'm not saying that it's wrong for everyone at all by any stretch, because I think there are always people that resonate with everything. But for me, it was just also this combination of me already feeling like I need to focus on myself and my own path. And part of that has been being drawn to natural energies and plants. And to be honest, I think part of that is because for me, it feels more autonomous because we all have access to connect with plants and the earth and these other more natural energies. It's not owned by anyone. You don't have to pay for certification for it. And for me too, I think that is why I've, I pulled back for a while from doing sessions because parts like something was probably guiding me to do more of that. And I did have more, I do have more plants and those energies showing up in my sessions, which if you've been doing the remote recharge, you may remember that like frankincense came up and I've had more of those kinds of things coming forward. So. I just wanted to share that and say that I think before I do have an episode on choosing your reader or teacher or something like that. And this is just an updated take on that. And I think for this episode, tying into the dust settling, I think what was happening for me is I was like, there's something weird about this. My intuition was telling me that. And I was just kind of waiting to see what the thing would be, right? Like, what would the reason be that I would not want to teach this? So it's also an invitation. If you're feeling that, like, the dust is flying and you're trying to make a decision or you're trying to clear and clean it up, <laughs> this vision of, like, holding, like, a dust buster, like a little handheld vacuum and trying to, like, you know, suck up all of the dust in the air while it's still flying around, right? That's kind of the energy that that feels like, where it's like, for me, what ended up happening, which obviously it was guided in some way, was that I created this environment, right? I went through the earth energy, and then I sat in that stillness. I allowed myself to, like, look at what was happening, allowed the information to come to me, and now in this water season, I'm able to, like, cleanse, and I have this clarity to take forward, to know what to release. And for me, I think that's going to be at least the Grandmaster certification, but I think that's going to be using quantum Reiki. I think that's just something that's not going to move forward with me. And I'm kind of excited about it, to be honest. The cards from Friday, from Card Pull Friday, were individuality and lovingly speaking your truth. And I saw those before this episode, which is part of the reason why I went ahead with this part, because I'm not usually one to stir up drama and I don't feel like this is drama. It's just sharing something that is truthful, that that is something that you wouldn't have seen unless you were a grandmaster. So my thinking was if someone was starting out or had, you know, maybe just the master level of 
quantum Reiki. I just wanted them to know that this is like a possibility that they may be asked to pay more at some point just to keep that. And yeah, I just wanted to share it because then also if you see that things change on my website and how I describe my offerings and stuff, that that will be the reason behind it. So not everyone is going to hear this, but I just wanted to share that. And then with all of these changes happening, I'll share more next week, but I also am really happy that I have my newsletter now because there's some weird stuff happening with Instagram and it's the way where I can make sure that I can still connect with you. So if you haven't signed up for my newsletter yet, it's only once per astrological season. So the next one will be when Sagittarius season starts. It's always aligned with the new episode for Emily and I for that season for the Cosmic Energy Report. And this month, I decided to do the remote recharge session for Bree. So if you are just really curious about what it feels like, how it impacts you, how you're able to use it for yourself, now is a great time to sign up for it because it's free. The episode show notes will have the link as well as on Instagram, of course. And what happens is I tune in for half an hour and I do the energy session. You're able to tune in whenever you want to. It's intention-based. So if you set the intention to tune in when I'm doing it, that's awesome. Then we're all connected in that moment. But you'll also still receive the benefits later on. And a few hours after the session, depending on how much comes through me or if I need to go like walk to move through the energy, I send a session summary email. And so this will say what crystals I used, what energies or plants came up. And then also usually there's a few different sort of narratives or stories or messages that come through that relate to that session and the rest of Scorpio season or whatever season ahead. So that is all free this month and it will continue month after month. I'll keep doing the sessions, but I just wanted this month to be free because I feel like we're all going to be handling a lot this month and that it would just give us this extra boost for finding clarity and allowing ourselves to go deep and experiencing some sort of like re rebirth energy. So I hope some of this resonated with you. Feel free to let me know what does or what doesn't. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.